You're listening to It's a Beautiful Influence with Allison and Krista. What the? No, I didn't cuss. I just said something you wouldn't like to hear. Welcome to the podcast where we encourage you to live boldly, speak freely, and take action. Social media's impact on Super Bowl 2020. Yes, this is the biggest event, I mean, that we have. Yeah, this is like the one thing that we as a nation still kind of share, whether we care about football or the commercials or both, or Mm -hmm. those of us that are social media fanatics love to be on social media and see all the conversation on social media. Like it, it's something that pretty much everybody is a part of or can relate to in some way like yeah absolutely and i mean not just the the super bowl the halftime show is huge the commercials are i think the commercials are the biggest part in my opinion i mean that's just everybody ends up yes. talking about it especially when it comes to social media those commercials a lot of them go viral yeah i mean um th- i was just looking at an article yesterday that the number of people that watched the commercials from the super bowl on youtube mm-hmm. was up 58 percent from 2019 wow so the number of views on those commercials and the numbers of people viewing those commercials on youtube mobile Mm -hmm. was up 78 percent wow so like people are either missing them or they're watching them again to like see what they you know understand it better or so they can share it on social media or whatever yes and you know something i noticed this year well i mean they kind of do it every year but this year specifically about the Super Bowl commercials is they related it to previous things, right? Yep. They related it to old things. I mean, we had the Jeep commercial that yes. was like Groundhog, Groundhog Day, Day. Yep. right? Which Jeep was the only brand uh-huh. that utilized the Groundhog. The fact Super Bowl Sunday was on Groundhog Day, which is funny, but anyway. Yeah, no, exactly. And I mean, that was hilarious. That was something that you made me think about, oh, and then you just have Jeep in your head because you're looking at a Groundhog and it's fun. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And, but it was going back to the famous movie Groundhog Day. So, yeah, it was a reminiscent. Yes. And then the Google ad yes. was looking back at the life of Loretta. Was it Loretta, I think? Yes, Loretta. Yeah. And um, that was the Google commercial was really good because it, it was show, showing an older man using the Google virtual assistant um, to help him remember things about his wife um, following her passing. So it puts like a realistic like, oh, this is something that Google could actually help you with. Yep. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and I think that that got a lot of people's hearts into, wow, this this audio, this voice, because a lot of people aren't sold on voice yet. Right. right. And, and the, the uh, virtual assistants. I know sometimes I'll say something in like my my Google Home response and I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah, it's um it's one of those things that um, that people aren't always sold on yet. So when Google comes out with an ad like that saying, you know, look how much I can actually help you. Um, it's huge. Right. And then what backed it up was that because it was a well done, emotional and sentimental ad, um, on social media, the reaction was overwhelmingly positive. So much so that Google won the Super Bowl day, you know, for Mm -hmm. most brand with like most positive mentions basically. Mm -hmm. And so that just went to boost that commercial even further Mm -hmm. and to kind of give Google, you know, because a lot of people are scared of Google Mm -hmm. (laughs) as a company and there's a lot of negativity around like Google has all our data and whatever, but this was like a, a, Google did a really nice job of building up something really positive for their brand with this Mm -hmm. Um, and social media boosted that. Um, And, you know, of course there is a football game, which 
was a good game and you know yeah. but people really on social media like majority of the talk on social media isn't about the game anymore right yeah, it's about it's, it's about true. the commercials or the halftime show or the who sang the national anthem and how do they do and yeah and all that so yeah that's huge and um yeah people were really into the different performances for the halftime show there was big talk about Demi Lovato being back after her uh, drug overdose which was huge I mean that's you know they're talking about how much courage she has to get in front of that yeah. group of you know a large group of people again and um, you know, the going back to that thing that gave her anxiety in the first place. Um, and seeing people overcome stuff like that is awesome. Yeah, it's you know? very inspirational. And the overwhelmingly positive, um, you know, <laughs> reactions on social media to her, mm-hmm. you know, like, yes, girl, killed it and looking gorgeous and way, yeah. to, way to get out there and do it again. And like, there yeah. was just so much positivity. But that, like you said, that that's inspirational to those who a, a lot of people deal with anxiety. And so her not only her doing that and going on that huge stage, you know, a hundred and you know, 15 million people. I haven't heard the numbers this year, but I know in 2019 it was 115 million people watch the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. knowing that literally hundred million plus people are going to see you sing that. Yeah. And you have anxiety issues. Like that's a huge that's inspiration huge. to anybody with anxiety. So Absolutely. That, and I think that and the positive support she received on social media was, was really, really cool. Yeah. But you know, we couldn't talk about Super Bowl 2020 without bringing up, the halftime show. The halftime show, yeah. That was, uh, there was a lot going on there. I think that, you know, we're not going to necessarily say one way or another, like, what's good, what's bad, but, like, it certainly generated a lot of talk, both on and off social media. Yes. Um, and a lot of negative, I think that it's the, it's the one moment or the one part of, I think, Super Bowl 2020 that really generated a lot of opinions on both sides right negative right. and positive absolutely um there wasn't a lot of middle ground and it, it seemed pretty split there's right. a lot of people like yes they're 43 and 50 and look at how awesome they are and the energy right. and the latin culture and you know right. bringing that and then there's a positive oh that's too sexualized and right. some of the camera work you know was a little interesting right <laughs> um but you know oh that's you know whatever and like some people were, weren't real sure if there was maybe a political statement in there with like the children in the cages right the puerto rican flag and the american flag kind of together right you know so whatever you know whatever you think about any of it like so the social media really just blew that up and the opinions right. up and gave people a place to to discuss and argue and, and share their opinions yeah absolutely um and yeah i think that um that people become torn on this issue because it's you know it's an entertainment type thing you know um at the same time there's a lot of families that watch i mean like you said the numbers are crazy So a lot of families look at it and say, you know, do I want my five-year-old watching this, you know? Um, And so I think people kind of have to have empathy for both sides. It's, it's understandable, um, you know, where everyone's coming from, but it is the, the most, you know, influential, um, you know, thing that goes on is the halftime show. I mean, this is like the, I don't remember what I saw, the seventh year in a row or more that more people actually tune in for the halftime show than for the rest of the game. That's crazy. So, yeah. yeah. So, that makes sense that, I mean, and last year there was a big controversy over the halftime show, too. Um, partially just because a lot of people said it wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, he also, Adam, it was Adam Levine, and he was shirtless, you know, and so, and mm-hmm. doing all kinds of dancing, too. So, um, you know, it's, part of it is I think the NFL and, this, and the Pepsi sponsors, you know, they want to get attention for the halftime show right Right. and so they don't i think there is some intentionality behind that and they know 
if there's a little bit of edginess to it or a little bit of controversy in there, right? That then it'll blow up on social media, right? Exactly. And yeah, I mean, as a big company, it makes sense. I mean, it, it gets their name out there either way, you know. Right. Um, and the other big thing that happened as far as commercials go is there was two political commercials, right? Yes. Yes. Bloomberg and Trump. Yeah. Bloomberg and Trump both had, uh, I think Bloomberg had one sixty second, and then Trump had two thirty second. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, again, that was kind of divided, you know, should we allow politics into the commercials at the same time, you know, the performance of the halftime show, all these other, and a lot of these commercials have subliminal messages. Right. So, you know, if, if that's you know, okay, so politics is kind of a part of everything. It's part of our everyday lives. Right. So it is hard to to separate it out and say we can't have this. I mean, I, I get where they're coming from because it's, you know, people are very divided on politics. But Right. Right. But, I mean, I, I think that, you know, the 2020 elections right around the corner. You know, yeah, it primaries is. are coming up. And that's relevant to what's going on in our world right now. And they paid their money. They paid their $5.6 million for a 30-second spot, you know. Yep. <laughs> um, so I think that, you know, it's that's it's just advertising. People can choose to turn it off and not walk out of the room, whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like, they don't have to look, watch the political ad if they don't want to see political ads. So right. um, I think that's part of capitalism is they paid their money. It wasn't – it was. It wasn't offensive. It was literally just them, you know, sharing their viewpoints on on what they can do for the country or what they have done for the country. So right, absolutely. And then there's also the Doritos commercial. Yes, <laughs> that was a fun one. Yeah, and you know what's interesting is how social media impacted this. Doritos did a great job with their social media marketing during the Super Bowl, um, and they had a tweet. That ended up being the most retweeted tweet of the Super Bowl Sunday mm-hmm. um, because they it was a Billy Ray Cyrus gif and it was like re- retweet this a million times and I will dance. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> um, I love it. So that was you know supporting the the tying in with their ad and their mm-hmm. you know their social media, um, just really trying to boost their ad spend, I guess, and and improve engagement too. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, it was well thought out. It was kind of, again, one of those things going back to the wild, wild west. And, you know, when you see a scene like that, it's relatable, right? Oh, you're like, oh, yeah, I used to watch movies like this in this kind of setting. Yeah. That Um, was the theme of a lot of the advertising this year was, like, either uplifting, inspirational, or, like, more, like, you know, reminiscing or whatever. So, um, that's, you know, that's... That was all good. There really wasn't a lot of controversy in the ads other than the two political ads, I right. feel like. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but it's really interesting because if you think back even 10 years, Super Bowl 2010, the social media was existed, right? Like in 2010, there was Twitter, there was Facebook, there, right. MySpace was still kind of relevant at the time. But it wasn't, like, people might share, like, oh, here's my favorite commercial, like, after the fact. Right. Or, like, Twitter people were, like, you know, about the score or things like that. But, you know, fast forward to 2020 and it's all about what's happening on social media because everybody right. like expects to get on a social media platform and to be discussing right. aspects of the Super Bowl. Right. And an, a brand can like have, you know, a major controversy or a major fail or a major win mm-hmm. based on how people on social media react to their commercial or, you know, whatever, you know, however they were involved. Yeah, Absolutely. And so with all of this stuff going on with the Super Bowl, you know, how does this relate to you and your personal brand? Um, we talk about all of these really big companies that are doing really big things. And sometimes it's like, well, OK, that's cool. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, <laughs> but, but how can we relate this down to something that all of us can do or all of us can take from? 
And one of the big thing is, is that people don't think about all of these big events and particularly the Super Bowl commenting, you know, saying your thoughts, retweeting commercials, whatever it is, makes you relevant in today's world. Right. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's in on the conversation and you don't want to pass up on those opportunities to be relevant in a space, especially if you like sports, you know, especially if you watch the Super Bowl, um, to kind of put your name out there and, and put what you think. Yeah. And, you know, whether, whatever industry you're in, whatever your personal brand is about, there's probably some way that, you know, you can relate it to that, you know. So mm-hmm. if you're in fitness, you know, mm-hmm. you could talk about, wow, those abs on, you know, Shakira and Dalo. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? You know, if you're in nutrition coaching, you could talk about, like, the avocado ads. You know, yeah, I love the avocado ad because avocados are so good for you and this is why. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, you can kind of tie that in in some pretty natural ways if you are if you think about it for a minute. But Yeah, and that's kind of the second point is, is it keeps you up to date on, on viral tendencies and Yes, right. Because what big brands are doing doesn't just because you don't have the budget they do, you can you can learn from what works mm-hmm. for them, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off. You're like, no, you're good, you're good. <laughs> yeah, no, um, but yeah, I mean, with with um, understanding the viral tendencies and the trends that are going on, it helps you, you know, get some ideas and and have the ability to create something within your own brand that you see works for other people. So, um, yeah, so it's a really good opportunity just to get your name out there, to get your voice out there. And, um, sometimes a lot of things people post during, you know, the trending hashtags and stuff becomes viral. Yeah. Just, you know, depending on if you're creative or if you're, um, you know, you make some pre videos, you make some post videos. Um, but it's definitely relevant and it definitely can help your personal brand. Oh, absolutely. I've seen so many tweets and Instagram posts and memes and Instagram stories and things mm-hmm. all go viral based on somebody being creative or saying the right thing in the right yeah. way at the right time, right? Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, um, keep up with the relevant things happening and know, you know, even if you're not one to be controversial, you can still put, you know, some memes out there. You can put some some comments or something that you think about it. And people will engage with that, especially when they're interested in the same things. Yep. So what did you think? What did you, did you spend any time on social media for Super Bowl 2020? Or what are your thoughts on all of this? Drop us a comment on one of our posts about this episode mm-hmm. or uh, shoot us a DM and let us know what you think. And we would love it if you would share this out if you thought this was an interesting episode. <laughs> and be sure to tag us. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to It's a Beautiful Influence. Did you like this episode? Please share it out and tag us when you do. Also, have you subscribed yet or left us a rating or review? We would so appreciate if you did. Be sure to tune in next week for a new episode and connect with us on Instagram at creating the letter U online. Make it a fabulous day.